I recall one saying, don't blame someone for wasting your time. Blame yourself for allowing your time to be wasted. And ooh-wee, that was a mouthful. <laughs> and I believe there is some truth to that statement. So if you find yourself easily offended and desire to reframe your perspective, then tune in, take note, and get ready. Whether knowingly or unknowingly is the trauma you've experienced holding you captive, or you're struggling with confidence in your identity in Christ, or are you tired of being the superhero in everyone else's life except your own, then sis, this podcast is for you. Here on Boundaries for Believers, you will find practical solutions that free from self-sabotage, your inner critic, and that drama that you volunteered yourself to be in. Hey, beloveds, I'm your host, Zippor Adatolowa, a believer, wife, social worker, and a lover of all things old Hollywood. As a recovering people pleaser and former woe is me candidate, I've been there, you're not alone, and I'm on this journey with you. With that being said, grab your mug for that coffee or tea, or if you're feeling inclined for some wine, let's cheers on three. (laughs) Greetings and reviews are helpful for outreach. Here's one I wanted to share with you. It's titled A Blessing by Indizimo. I enjoy the beauty, Zipporah, and I will definitely keep listening. Well, thank you, Dezima. I appreciate your sweetness, and I'm so glad you're tuning in to hear more. Okay, y'all, I want to bring to y'all's attention a program that has helped me out with podcasting. It was Stephanie Gass's program, where I first joined her free five-day boot camp back in August of last year. And it was such a great insight of marketing information, clarifying my niche, and also knowing how to build my audience authentically so I can connect with y'all. So if you are interested in building your own podcast, if you have a heart to serve and just simply grow as an individual, then check out the link in the show notes to her free boot camp. Um, that will be the first week of March. Okay, now let's tune into this episode. So y'all, most recently, I was offended. I was offended when my husband ate my leftovers. Now y'all, <laughs> y'all may be saying, why were you offended by some leftovers? Is it that serious? Yes. Yes, it was. It was that serious because it was something that I had in mind to enjoy this Jamaican delicious meal. And I don't mind going in details. It was some jerk chicken with some rice and peas and some delicious gravy sauce with a side of cabbage. And I made sure to preserve this and save this for me. But lo and behold, my fella, my wonderful husband of a man (laughs) ate my leftovers. And the first thing that took place was frustration, was annoyance, and simply just angry. Like, I was hungry. So all the hangry came along. But during that time, I realized that there was something that I can learn here. I had a choice to matter in how I chose to respond. I could easily just take my offense and validate how I felt and take my offense and validate how I felt and tell him off with all of my fury, all of my disappointment, all of my frustration. And I knew where that was going to lead. Or I could have took a moment to just 
breathe, pause, and just let the fella know that his actions bothered me and I was preserving, saving that delicious meal for another day. <laughs> and even though this was a small offense where he took my food, I still invited him in and let him know what was on my mind instead of harboring those emotions and thinking negatively about his actions. And in return, because I took the time to invite him in, he saw where I was coming from. He saw that I was beyond just the food that I was holding on to or trying to preserve, but simply because I voiced it. And that led him to want to take me to that same Jamaican restaurant and get your girl a full meal that was untouched, untampered. <laughs> but I'm saying all this to highlight whether an ordeal, and again, this is case by case. <clears throat> but I'm saying all this to remind about the authority we possess to govern our own thoughts, reactions, and responses. Because these little moments or scenarios that may be grandiose lead to emotional healing and growth because we're acknowledging, okay, what am I feeling? What am I sensing? And we're taking the onus to ourselves, taking responsibility to how we decide to react or respond. And then later, is this going to lead to forgiveness? Am I going to desire to forgive or just do the right thing to forgive? Or what does this process of forgiveness look like? But this all comes from self-reflection. And in that snippet of a moment, I thought about four things I wanna share with you as I navigated my offense. One, recognize one's humanity. Two, recognize my humanity. Number three, trust the word. Number four, run toward the tension. With number one, recognizing one's humanity, and that ordeal, I knew my husband wasn't out to bring havoc and disregard and disrespect me. He simply was hungry and he found something delicious to eat in the fridge. That was his angle, that was his motive, and that was intention, his intentions. And I recognized his humanity. Um, number two, my own humanity, I recognized that I also have ate his leftovers, <laughs> knowingly and sometimes unknowingly, um, and it was not a matter of my actions were hidden or masked with, you know, ulterior motives. No, it was just a matter of saw something delicious and wanted to have at it. Um, by the end of the day acknowledging that there are times I don't consider his feelings or his responses and it's up to me to take responsibility and apologize or how I can correct the matter. And so what I'm highlighting here is the intent on both ends. We both trust that we have the best intentions for one another and not outrightly trying to harm or wreak havoc amongst one another. Um, and I also had to admit my own fragility in this where I was, you know, the moments where I offended him, I wanted to be quickly forgiven. And so what would it look like if I did not in return forgive him, whether it was a sandwich or a meal or even just life's matters? Three, trust the word. So two scriptures came to mind. Romans 12, two, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your minds that by the testing you may discern what is the will of God? What is good and acceptable and perfect? And number two, second scripture, 
John 16, 33, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Both of those scriptures led me to think, do I believe God wants me to harbor this offense? Or does, you know, not conforming to this world mean just forgiving? Because the world would say, you know what? Take his offense, I mean, take your offense and go ahead and do the same thing to him 10 times greater. Or when it comes down to um, just reacting or overreacting and um, creating unnecessary strife because I'm offended, that would be a mindset of, you know what, this is creating more tension than necessary and this is not pleasing to the Lord. And although other circumstances or ideals will you know, justify justice taking place, this small offense was not one of them. It was a matter of being right standing with my husband and just acknowledging where I was offended, upset, and bringing him him into what I was feeling so he can understand and in return reciprocate my emotions. And another question I posed here is, do I see the enemy attempting to steal my peace and create hostility? Sometimes we just have to just call a spade a spade, especially when it comes down to minor fences like these. And last, number four, run toward the tension. This goes for individually and collectively, instead of allowing time to fester with tension. And this may not be the easiest thing to address, um, whatever that you may be facing or have experienced. But if you trust the uh, individual, whether a friend or a spouse, um, a family member, if you trust that this person has your best interest and you can invite them into um, a conversation where you know they would receive whatever you have to say well, then share what's on your heart, share what's on your mind, you owe it to yourself to free yourself from illuminating over those negative feelings, over that hostility and just harboring negative emotions. Um, you would do yourself justice by freeing yourself from such emotions and by allowing the other party in by running toward the tension instead of away from the tension that exists. Um, and often we can blame others for not understanding. We can blame others for, you know, wasting our, our time. Um, but where have we missed the mark by not allowing our time to be Um, valued, now allowing our voice to be valued or our experiences to be valued. So I pose the question to you, if you find yourself easily offended, what ways will benefit you to navigate those offenses? Thanks for tuning in today. Whether this episode lightened your load, pulled on those heartstrings, or reinforced those boundaries, then sis, I'd love if you were to share this with a friend or left a written review on Apple Podcast. But if you want to continue this conversation with my trauma-informed life coaching services, then I invite you to check out the link in the show notes so I can best support you. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Boundaries for Believers. And see you next time, beloveds. Be blessed, be real, and go out there and redefine your boundaries.